Alright, welcome to Between Two Furnaces. I'm Luke Wyden, my associate, Matt, Big Cat Barbosa. How you doing, Matt? Feeling great. We've got a very special guest here. We've got the owner of Deljo Heating and Cooling in Chicago joining us, Bob Clement. Hello there. Bob, welcome. Um, we asked you to join us today because obviously we work for you, so... Well, you're doing something right. We want to get your input on a few topics here for our, our uh, podcast. So tell us a little bit about how Deljo started, how you got involved. Tell us the history. All right. Um, here's what I know about Deljo. Way, way back when, 1920s, they uh, delivered ice in the summertime and delivered coal in the wintertime on horse-drawn wagons. Uh, that... They, they went from that to delivering fuel oil in, in uh, trucks. Uh, they did that for many years, up until 1980, they were delivering fuel oil. Uh, it was Delnard Deljo Fuel Oil. It was basically the Delnard Fuel Company at that time. Um, mostly up in the, all on the north side of the city. Uh, in 1980, they got out of oil and went into uh, heating and air conditioning, uh, installations and servicing. Uh, 1990, I ended up buying the business from uh, the fellows that owned it. I, I was friends with them. That uh, one one son was killed on a job, and uh, the father didn't want to continue with the business, so I ended up buying it in about 1990. How many employees back then? Uh, there was about six. Six. When I bought it. And how many today? It uh, Del Joe's about 50. Cool. Awesome. And what what? Obviously, when you bought that, you did a lot of different things. Tell us what you did when you started and what you do now. The first thing I had to learn to do was uh, understand how to put a furnace and air conditioner in. I did not know how to. Um, so for two years I worked in the field until uh, we had enough going that I could just do the sales and had other, other people do the installation and service work. Um, but it took a couple of years to get to that point. Um, and you ran sales for how long? Probably 15 years. Like full blown sales, and you, yeah, but you still do sales now occasionally, yeah. Okay. Uh, my role's been cut short by the uh, greedy salespeople we have here. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's one reason since this is more targeted to the HVAC sales profession, we know you have a lot of experience in the sales facet of this business. What makes a good salesman in this business, Bob, in your mind? Salesperson, I should say. Um, I think a, uh, a positive attitude. Uh, the ability to sell, I, I think it's a God-given talent to be able to sell. I, uh, I think you're a salesman or you're not. Um, and with the, with the right sales, if you, if, you, if you can do sales and have a positive attitude, I, I think it can work for anybody. How in demand do you think that person is that you just described? Get a job anywhere, probably. Probably, I would agree. So, natural talent... And a positive attitude is what sets the best from the best. I think so. Sets apart the best from the best. Awesome. Matt, any, anything to sugarcoat that with? I totally agree. I mean, I'm a big advocate of, you know, you kind of hire the person, hire the personality, train the skill. Um, having that good attitude is paramount, but there are some skills that you can learn and coach along the way. I mean, 
best practices, you know, little little habits. There's things that you can coach in or coach out of people. I yeah, still activities, think. that kind of stuff, the type, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bob, you're talking more of the natural talent when you're in front of the customer at the kitchen table talent, right? Is that what you're talking about? I just think the personality of a person has to be such that they're open, willing to talk to people. Yeah. And, and, can, and can talk and not be backed down by a customer or something like that. Just talk freely and be positive. Be, you know what you're talking about um, and not be afraid to talk about it. And, and ask for the order. Ask for the order is a big thing always, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I think uh, a lot of our challenge, uh, you know, in Chicago comes down to also being confident in what you're selling in terms of size and capacity because we run into, what, 9 out of 10 jobs are oversized, yeah. if not 10 out of 10. Right. And sometimes they're oversized by a ton, ton and a half, two double. tons, double. Yeah. You know, so confidence in knowing what you're recommending and that's going to work is a big thing as well. But um, what else, Bob, do you look at when you're hiring uh, anybody outside of sales? Attitude. Attitude is huge. Uh, as Matt mentioned, you can train people. You can teach them a skill set. They have to have a positive attitude uh, to go along with that. Awesome. What would you say is the key factor that got you from six employees to 49, 50 employees that made made this place successful? Obviously, you didn't do it all by yourself. Um Hard work and determination, and wanting to do the right thing for the customer is the most. I think is the most important thing. Trying to do the right thing, and I think it's recognized. Agreed. I, I think when it comes to our team over here, we always talk about um, a win-win-win scenario, right? Win for the for the customer first will be a win for the company. Will be a win for the employee. Uh, just um, as a matter of fact, if you're doing the right thing for the people. The customers, it's it's going to be a win for the company and the and the salesman or the technician or whatever have you position. Um, so, parting words, Bob. Um, what give give one a tidbit for the salespeople out there listening? How how can they improve um, their day to day performance outside of positive attitude? I think offering the customer the best product available is always the approach to be taken. Don't, don't underestimate the buying ability of the customer. Don't, what, so what, what I hear you saying is don't make a financial decision for the customer right. because it's not your money. Absolutely. So is the best solution always the highest end equipment? Um, no. You know, you're talking a, a homeowner, a nice, you know, we're in a neighborhood of multi-million dollar homes. Uh, if they want the best comfort, the best product is probably going to deliver that comfort to them. We also work with customers who have uh, rental homes and that kind of thing. Well, maybe you're not going to, you know, splurge and spend that kind of money for a rental unit. They're not going to buy a 20 seer BNA right. or five right. stage air conditioner. They might. Uh, but but if, if we can educate the customer on what the good products are and understand, let them understand the benefits, uh, they'll sell more of your product. Very good. Thank you for your time, Bob, Matt. Thanks for your input. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. That's it.